<laughs> Y'all know what time it is, man. Episode 85 of Lunchroom Chatter Podcast. Now, I didn't mean to start last week's episode so somber. But you know, with everything going on last week, you know, the passing of a of a close loved one, I felt like I had no other choice and to help start my healing. I had to open up last week's episode talking about my man Overton Wright. But this week, we back to the bullshit this week, man. Now, I posed the question on Instagram last week of when a woman squirts, is that piss or is that another kind of bodily fluid? So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about premature ejaculation. You know, I went online. I found what I what I would hope is some educational clips that I can incorporate in these in this episode to help give you guys more insight because when I placed the poll, 18% said that when a woman squirts, they believe it's piss. Now, 82% said when a woman squirts, they believe it's a a different kind of bodily fluid. So I hope by the end of this episode, we can kind of, if not get to the bottom of it, at least have some more insight in regards to what exactly that is. Now, also found the video on um, Worldstar of a woman explaining that she believes it is a woman's job to please her man. Now, I know that's kind of self-explanatory. You know, some of y'all saying, well, you know, uh, she's supposed to do that anyway. No, we are in 2021 where most relationships are centered around the woman. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about much, much more because I want to get to the bottom of some shit today. I want to have a fun episode. I want to have an episode where... We can laugh, we can, you know, you guys can listen and hear some educational facts about sex and different things in general about what's going on in urban culture. But I want to start this episode off with a song by my guy, the talented Maurice Moore. Like I said, this episode, man, we're talking about when a woman squirts, is that piss or is that a different kind of bodily fluid? So I felt like it. I had no choice but to open up this episode with the song Water Running by my guy. This is Maurice Moore. Treat you like a woman. Treat you like you want it. Freak you like you want it. Freak you like Rihanna. Keep it nice and warm. Taste better in the morning. Dripping like a faucet. Keep your water running. Drip, drip. Splash and running. You know you wet. What you gonna do, nigga? What is your type? Yeah, yeah. Tell me your sign. Send out number nine. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who you gon' find. Come fuck up my life. Asking me who do you love? Who's on your what? Your mind. Drip, drip. Splash when you ride. Passenger side. Number five with the fries and some ass on the side. All through the night, yeah, yeah, your phone be on silent if your man hit How she be, nigga? Wouldn't be right Treat you like a woman, treat you like you want it Freak you like who? Like you want it, freak you like Rihanna Keep it nice and warm, tastes better in the morning That shit better taste better in the morning, baby Keep you out of running Drip, drip Splash, 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 
What you gonna mix it with? Could I pair your thighs with champagne? Do you really drink the more for the taste? Or you drip? How she be dripping, nigga? How she drip? The way that you feeling, I know I'm the reason you ain't getting dressed. For the same reason. How the sheets be? Cleaning cause the sheets are wet. You don't believe that I can keep on beating, but I'm not done. You ain't done, nigga. You that I'ma keep your water running. Treat you like a woman. That is my guy, Maurice Moore, with Water Running. Now, I was trying to think, man, should I start this episode off with a... I believe I got a voicemail that came through. I should start off with that, but um, I found the clip. Now, hold on. Let me make sure I give the credit, because y'all know over here we don't steal content. Now, look, I got a bone to pick with some of you motherfuckers, man. Like, when I post myself talking on Instagram... Which is lunchroom chatter pod. You know, shout out to you motherfuckers out there who repost what I say sometimes. And y'all tag me. Y'all give me my credit. Because I've ran into an issue over the past couple weeks where it's been women. They've been reposting my shit. I seen a girl, she reposted my shit. Now, she ain't reposted in her stories. She posted me on her post on the main page. And she had a friend that commented, was like, damn, what he said is facts. I agree. And she said, whose account is this? And the bitch said, I don't know. I just found it online. Bitch, you ain't finding that shit online, bitch. Boo you, bitch. You follow me. You screen recorded my shit. And then when your friend asks, who page is this? So possibly she can follow me, therefore increasing my listener base even more. The bitch said, I don't know who this is. I just randomly. Bitch, boo you again, bitch. Stupid bitch Like stop Like do not Steal content Like that's the shit I hate the most Because Especially for us Out here Who create shit Independently Like when you create I don't care Content You selling sneakers You doing hair You doing nails You a barber You do You do tattoos And somebody You an artist And somebody Steals your content Like that shit Piss people the fuck off like, that's why I don't blame when, like, you have bigger artists like Drake, like, you know, Jay-Z's, and they may come across an artist who may not be as big as them, an artist that's, like, small but kind of bubbling. And then they come across their music, they like it, and then a lot of the time, these bigger artists take the content of smaller creators, knowing that because they are so big and they have a high platform, that when the smaller creators come out and say, yo, Drake stole my shit, nobody gonna believe the small motherfucker because Drake is at a level to where we believe, okay, everything Drake do, you know, he made up, he did himself, no. So you motherfuckers out there, stop stealing my shit. 
Boy, one more time, bitch. Piss me the fuck off. Still in my fucking shit, man. But um, hold, let me find this voicemail, man. Because like I said, I want to dive into this shit, man. Because the um the question I posed on Instagram last week was um if do you believe that when a woman squirts is it piss or is it another kind of bodily fluid? And I also gave the chance, you know, you guys can send me any sex story. Now I don't know if this is a a response. To what I said or not, but we gonna play it if it's something that's left field, something that's fucking crazy. I'ma cut it off because I don't listen to these messages beforehand because I want to sit down, I want to have these conversations, and I want to hear shit the same time you guys hear it. Like I want this shit to be organic. I don't want to hear the shit beforehand and then come on here and give you guys a fake response that I already planned out beforehand. So I listen to these shits the same time you motherfuckers hear it, man. Lunchroom chatter pod. We need your realness. We need your wisdom on this situation. So my girlfriend's friend is arguing with her boyfriend. I don't know what happened during the argument, but one thing led to another and she's locked outside on the balcony. Right. And they're yelling at each other through the glass. Um, He opens the door back up and she starts beating on him. She scratches up his face. He calls the police. They show up and they arrest her (laughs) for, of course, battery. Right. Now, on the one hand, it's like, okay, I'm not about to be fighting with no woman. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't care who she is. If you come and hit me, my thought is, yeah, I'll probably call the police. But let's pause it real quick because that, that, that uh, applause real quick. That is an important fucking point. And that is something I believe that every black man should know. Like, fellas, black men out there. You are never going to win a domestic abuse situation with a woman. You're not. It's impossible because when the police show up, people are always going to see the woman as the victim, the like the damsel in distress. If now, if you know you have bruises, you ha- you're, you're bleeding, and you look like you got fucked up, then you may get the the victim sympathy. But about ninety percent of the time, fellas, as as this brother just said. When, if you are in a domestic abuse situation with a woman, like, try to walk the fuck away. Now, I know sometimes because growing up in the projects in the Bronx, you know, I talk about this before in the podcast where I've seen a situation where a guy was getting his ass beat. Now, Shorty had a bat. We outside. It was on 170 in Webster Avenue in the Bronx where I grew up at the projects. You know, she beating his ass with a bat. He's walking away. She's following him. Beating his ass with the fucking bat. Police showed up. Guess who got arrested? He did. This bitch over there, clean as hell, no scratch, with the bat in her hand. This motherfucker fucked up, bruised up, bleeding. They took him away. So shit like that always let me know, okay, if I come across a woman that is aggressive or a woman that can possibly place me in a domestic abuse situation, run the fuck away. And... Those kind of women, or even men, let's talk about it in general for a second. Now, if you are in a relationship that is abusive, whether it be verbally, but especially physical, it is time to walk the fuck away. Getting your ass beat is not love. It don't mean someone, oh, he's so passionate about me. That's not what the fuck it means. But let's dive back into this shit. Let's think about it from her perspective. She's 
in her own place. She is locked outside of her own place. I mean, technically, he's holding her hostage. Should the police lock him up, too, like uh, for doing that? Mm. What what do you think? And we can't like really take calling the police on our loved ones lightly. Right. Because we know, especially in today's climate, Mm -hmm. how quickly an interaction with the police can go. Yep. Right. He police shows up. She's still mad. Say she strikes the officer and I don't know, mistakes his taser for a gun and shoots him. <laughs> right. Um, that, that'd be a really unfortunate situation, but it could happen. And do you think that should have been considered, you know, prior to calling the police or is it just nah, she hit me? Whatever. You don't need to do that. You need to keep your hands off me because I'd hit you back. You know, good and well, you would have called the police. So what's going on, man? Break the situation down for us. What would you have done in that situation? What do you think is right? Mm, first of all, let's clap it up. I love these kind of voicemails, man. The voicemails that have us, you know, think deeper as opposed to just always being at the surface level. Now, if I put myself in that situation, now, I believe that, first of all, like, we're not in high school no more. This ain't middle school. This ain't high school. This not even early college. I mean, I would presume it's not. So, as grown-ass adults, I believe that, especially like he said, in the climate we live in now where calling the police on a loved one, even a fucking stranger, it can go south so quick. So I believe that as grown-ass adults in a relationship, the first thing we should try and do is sit the fuck down and talk about the situation. Like, the police should only come in as a last resort. Like, for example, in this situation, you know, if if it's life-threatening, you know, her life is at risk, his life is at risk, the police should be called. But if they're having a situation, it gets escalated, you know, and tensions rise, per se, then I believe that as two grown-ass... Now, uh, before I even get there, I know sometimes being grown does not equal maturity. Because, you know, like, when you're in a heated discussion or a heated, you know, confrontation with a loved one, sometimes pride kick in. You know, I don't want to be wrong. He don't want to be wrong. So to where... No one backs down. But like I've said on the podcast before, somebody has to be the mature individual in that situation. It's like if I get into a fight, I'm married, right? You know, I get into an argument with with my wife. I'm mad. She mad. And nobody takes the time to step aside and say, you know what? If I'm angry and you're angry, then a situation cannot be resolved. So somebody has to be level headed and defuse that situation because once one person backs down and you know returns to a calmer state then sometimes that can de-escalate the whole situation but if i'm mad and you mad and nobody backing down that's when shit get ramped up and situations like this happen where the police get called out now the funny thing is that i don't know these people but I can guarantee they are going to stay together and that's my issue in these situations because Especially in black culture. Like, most of the time when the police is called in a domestic abuse argument, dispute, whatever the fuck you want to call it, and someone is arrested and goes to prison or go to jail for a night, the motherfuckers stay together most of the time. So in that situation, outside of having that extra barrier to now, it may be some resentment on his part or her part, depending on who went to jail, like, just sit the fuck down and talk about the situation because, you know, hearing the second part of that voice message, I can understand 
to be honest, why she may have called the police, because if it's her place, because as we know, like, I don't give a fuck how strong a woman is. A man is always going to have the upper hand. So depending on what was said or if threats were made in that situation or in that moment, I can fully understand her calling the police. I can, because like I said, something, something you have to like, you have to put yourself in the position of the other person. If I'm a woman and I have a boyfriend, a husband, fiance, whoever, and he's making threats. At, now again, I don't know if he made threats. I'm not saying he did. But if the if the argument is escalating and I feel he's getting angrier and angrier. And now I'm a woman. I'm smaller. I'm not as strong as him. Now, depending on his tone and what he's saying, then I may call the police. And then this motherfucker locked me out my house, too. That's an extra element into the situation. But like I said. Men, women who listen to the podcast. Like, you motherfuckers are grown. Nobody's 17, nobody's 18, nobody's 15 fucking years old. You know, back in middle school, back in high school, you have an argument with your spouse. And, you know, sometimes the shit get chaotic. You know, you say some dumb shit, he say some dumb shit. But you're young. Like, your mind has not yet developed that maturity to sit down, be reasonable, and talk out these fucking situations. But as grown ass adults, I mean, you like you over 25, you 30, you 40 fucking years old. You should be able to sit down and talk out these fucking situations, because like I said, you call the cops on your on your bed, your boo, whatever fucking names y'all use now to describe your spouse. You call the police on them. They go to jail. Majority of the time you walking back, you taking these motherfuckers back. So now you're going to have someone. That you, you're not going to leave, but now they're coming home with some resentment towards you because you called the police on them. But now, if, if you motherfuckers sat down and had a mature-ass conversation on what the fuck was going on and was able to be mature and not be so fucking prideful, then that situation could have been resolved where the only people who knew y'all fucking fought was you and him. So like I said... Damn, I didn't even expect that's that's a good ass voicemail though, cause I didn't even expect to get that fucking deep with that shit. But like I've seen that situation happen many times before, and I've been in a situation like that where you know I was in college and you know I was dating a a woman who was very very insecure. This was like when I was about twenty twenty one years old, and you know, and this girl kept calling my phone, and it was my sister. Like my real sister, like, like, like not the fake ass. Oh, that's my little sis. This is my blood sister who was calling my phone. But the girl I was with, you know, she had a, a past history with a guy, you know, who, who called the woman, his sister, but he was fucking her. So once I said, Oh, you know, that's my sister calling me. I guess that triggered some past trauma in her mind to where me saying the word sister made her think I was fucking this person. So, you know, back then, like the Boost Mobile phone, like the big ass Boost Mobile, she took the phone, bop, bop, threw it at my head. She threw that shit at my head. Let's, let's boo that bitch. That shit fucking hurt. I had a knot on my head for two fucking days. But after that situation, now, in that situation, I'm gonna be honest. Now, when that big-ass Boost Mobile hit my fucking head, 
Did I want to smack the shit out the bit? Yeah. I wanted to smack the out of her. I ain't even gonna lie. I wanted to hit that stupid. I did. Now I had to I had to meet myself because you know that shit pissed me off because I, I whew, when I tell you I wanted to smack the. I did, but I was 20, 21 years old, but growing up in the hood, I knew, you know, she threw a phone at my head. I got a big ass knot on my head, but if I hit her back and, you know, campus police is called, who going to jail? I'm going to jail because the woman is more oftentimes than not seen as the victim. So, like I said, men out there, if you are in a domestic abuse situation, like, I believe it is the man's job, the woman as well. But since us men, we have more to lose in those situations, we have to walk the fuck away, please. Because how many times have we seen time after time again where even amongst our favorite celebrities where these situations happen and, you know, the woman is at fault, but because she may be bitter or she may hold some resentment towards the man, depending on if he was cheating or did some dumb shit that she felt was inappropriate, then she called the police on him, make up some shit, now he go to jail. And now it comes out months later, oh yeah, you know, you know, Shorty lied. But nobody cares, nobody cares about it at that point. Because once a man is accused of anything, he's guilty forever. Forever. That's why I hate that shit. Like, I hate women that accuse men of of like rape, of Now, I'm not talking about the real victims. I'm talking about those who go out of their way to tell a false narrative. It's like a couple months back with a chick. Damn, who she accused of some shit? Oh, she, um, damn, I forgot the bitch name. She accused the rapper of fathering her child and then abandoning her. And then three days later, she came out and said, oh, I was joking. It was a joke. But those whole three fucking days... Social media, oh, this this nigga deadbeat, he trash. Because once an accusation is made towards a man, he's guilty no matter what. He's guilty. Like, we don't get the benefit of the doubt. That's why in these situations, fellas, protect yourself. Because as men, we have more to lose in these situations. Society is going to forgive the woman quicker than they will the man. But we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to dive into this shit, man. We're going to... Once again, shout out to my guy for that voicemail, man. Like voicemails like that, I love it because like it just it gives me the chance to think deeper, to put myself in the mindset of the story he described because I believe that thinking visually is the best way, you know, to not be biased. Now, when you're biased and you think about things from just your point of view, your perspective, like it does not allow yourself to look at the world from a broader perspective. But we're going to take a quick break. And I want to talk about when a woman squirts. Is that piss, bitch? Or is that another kind of bodily fluid? I'll be back. Yes, sir, man. Ah. Like I said, man, now I want to dive into the age old question. Now, I know some of y'all are probably going to say, well, you know, it's not P or it's P. 
You know, because we've heard this question many times before, especially in black culture, in the urban community. When a woman squirts, is it piss or is it another kind of bodily fluid? Well, I found what I believe is a very educational video on YouTube. Um, It is by because, look, you know, I'm not you motherfuckers. I give credit when I find something. I watched this whole video. It is by girl.com. That is G-U-R-L dot com. They have a YouTube page. You guys can go there and subscribe. But it's Girl 101. The six important facts about squirting. So I want you guys to hear this, you know, because I believe that they give a lot of valuable insight. Because like I said, 18% of the adults from the poll said that they believe when a woman squirts, it's pee. And and that 18%, a lot of that 18% included women. Now, again, this poll is only from the votes of 199 people. But 18%, which was mostly women, said that they believe it's piss. 82% said that they believe it's another kind of bodily fluid. So, I want to play this little video real quick. And at, Ladies, at work, fellas, if you at work, sit back, put your headphones on. Listen to some of these details, these facts, because she dives deep into the bodily functions, what comes out of what, the names. And ladies, if you don't know some of these names about your own vagina, bitch, lay down and open your legs, bitch. Learn about yourself. Oh, I'm squirting again. This always happens when I get turned on. Okay, maybe I'm exaggerating the whole squirting thing just a little bit. Here's six facts about squirting you need to know right now. One, squirting is not female ejaculation. The only thing they have in common is that they're both due to female sexual pleasure, which last time I checked was a good thing. These start in two different parts of the body and are made up of completely different elements. Squirting certainly can be part of ejaculation, meaning it's possible to have one without the other, or both at the same time, hey now. Two, the definition of female ejaculate. Biology lesson, your ejaculation begins with your skin glands, which sit on the anterior wall of your vagina on either side of your urethra. They're sometimes referred to as the female prostate because they produce a semen-like fluid. No, your lady juices do not contain sperm, duh. Otherwise, we'd get pregnant every time we masturbate and the Virgin Mary would have way less of an excuse. If you're having penis and vagina sex, it's easy to get squirting and ejaculate fluids confused because there's a chance it got mixed in with fluids from the penis, discharge, or a number of other things going on down there. Waterworld, the sexual sequel. Okay, maybe not. Three, the definition of squirting. The eternal debate about squirting is that some people insist it's just pee. The truth, according to science, is that, yeah, a lot of it is just pee. Since squirting originates from your bladder and exits via your urethra, it may not be peeing exactly, but it definitely... Bitch, you better not pee on me, bitch. Might sound gross, but urine is sterile, and squirting is basically diluted urine. So it's not going to be yellow, stain, or... So let's pause it. So, you know, if based off of the information that she is presenting, could both people be right? Like, is squirting essentially bodily fluid mixed with piss, bitch? So, matter of fact, let's let's jump back into the video because I'm trying not to get pissed off right now. 
even smell like pee. It's so diluted that it's basically a different liquid altogether, except that it's technically not. Maybe one of you out there can be the first female scientist to rename it. Squirtopus, the Sprinkleramus, not completely urine stuff. Super scientific, right? Four, you can squirt without having an orgasm. Okay, so squirting comes from a release in the muscles surrounding your urethra and bladder due to pressure. What else is associated with surrendering the tension in your body? <laughs> Giving into a nap. Wait, I mean, yes, but no. What I meant was also having an orgasm. So it's likely that squirting comes as a direct result of an orgasm, but it doesn't have to be. You can squirt anytime, whether it's by hooking up with someone or by a hooking up with yourself. For sure, squirting definitely means you're having a good time, but it doesn't mean you're coming right that moment. Five, it doesn't always gush out. If you've ever witnessed squirting in a porn video, you may have seen it come out like a pregnant lady's water bursting. But surprise, surprise, that's not always accurate. Squirting comes in way smaller quantities than in porn, where it's been proven that those actors drink a ton of water before they start shooting. It's a visual trick. The average person squirts less than half of a liquid ounce. For visual reference, this is an ounce. And you're most likely never going to release more than half of that from your body. You hear about people feeling like they dumped out a gallon of water on their beds, but that might have been more to do with them being really hydrated rather than really, um, Squirty? Six, everyone is capable of squirting, but not everyone can. If you're biologically a chick, then the majority of you have a vagina, skin glands, and a bladder. So in theory, everybody can squirt, which sounds like a rejected children's book sequel to Everybody Poops. Not the best nighttime storybook. But due to your level of arousal, sensitivity, medical conditions, and just general state of mind, squirting or ejaculating can feel near impossible. It's both anatomical and psychological. I always like to say that if you're going to have sex with a lady, you gotta have sex with her brain. However, liquids gushing out of your body doesn't signify the be all end all of sexual pleasure. What matters most is that you're having fun, making empowered choices and staying safe. So if you don't squirt, so what? Let's get into this. Have you ever squirted? And if so, how did you feel about it? Tweet me or Instagram me at Cheyenne Grogan or let's chat about it in the comments below. Since we're already on the topic of liquid coming out of your vagina, click the video on your left to learn six important facts about period sex. And since we've all gotten a little... I want to clap it up right there. Now, now, I know some of you motherfuckers are sitting back and listening and like, shit, am I back in high school? Am I... In a sex education class. But I felt like that was valuable information, especially because a lot of women do not know their bodies. And especially me, you know, as a, as a as men, we don't often take the time to actually get to know a woman's body and dive deep into, you know, the the changes that a woman's body undergoes because a lot of men are often focused on strictly the sex. What can I do to get the pussy? Like, that is what a lot of men focus on. Let's boo. Because that is not always the best thing to focus on. I can admit that. But, you know, in the heat of the moment, like, as we know, when somebody is horny, when somebody is, you know, quote, unquote, turned on, like, we think about getting our nut. 
And that brings me to our next conversation, which is premature ejaculation. Now, any man out there who says, yeah, you know, I'm 30, I'm 35, and I've never come too quick. He's lying. He's lying. He lying. Because we all get nasty at some point. Wanna get nasty. I think it's time we get nasty. I only want it if it's nasty. We all get nasty at some point to where, you know, as you guys will hear in the video I played where sometimes premature ejaculation, it don't mean that, you know, that that is what the man does 24-7. But sometimes you get so heated. Sometimes you get so turned on. Sometimes you get so aroused in the moment to where you excite yourself. Now, a lot of you motherfuckers who listen to this podcast, you were not here since day one, you know. But those who have been here since day one, I forgot the episode where I told the entire story of the first time I lost my virginity. I told the entire first story. Now, I'm going to give you guys a, a quick synopsis. You know, I'll make a long story short, 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 short. I'm going to do it real quick. Now, you know, as a young man, you know, in high school, you know, back in the days when we didn't have social media, we didn't have um, Instagram. All, all we had was like maybe Facebook. We had AIM. Some of y'all remember AIM too. I had my sidekick ID. I thought I was the shit. You know, I thought I was fire, but you know, I hyped it up. It was a girl I really liked, and I told her, "Yeah, you know what? Like I've I've, I've done this many times before. So if we do it, you going you going to enjoy it. I'm gonna put my work in. You know, it's gonna be about two three hours long. So just make sure you ready. You know, I was lying. I was hyping it up. So you know, it came time for things to be done and. Let me see how to frame this, you know. Well, when the sex started, you know. As soon as it started, it finished. Like, you know how you watch a TV show and an ad come on and you could put skip ad? It was like that. Like, we skipped damn near everything because as soon as it started, skip ad, ah, everything came out. Boo again. I'm booing myself because... I've learned, like, since that moment to just tell the truth. Like, like I said, it was my first time doing it. I was so excited. It was a beautiful girl. You know, I worked myself up to where, like, when it came time, you know, for, for the movie to start, for the, the sequence to be initiated, I was so excited just by building up everything in my mind. Like, the lead up to it the days before, I'm building up, oh, this is about to be the best oh I'm about to put in work but then on the flip side I was like god damn she gonna know this is my first time doing it I don't know what I'm doing I don't even know where to put my, my dick I, I don't know what I don't know what to do I was thinking about all that so as soon as it started like I said in my mind I wanted to get nasty, get nasty. but it ended pretty quick so I wanna play a little video because you know I catch a lot of things on social media, man. A lot of y'all grown women, y'all still shade your boyfriends. Uh, yeah, you know, my man, does, he do this, he do that. But, you know, I'm tired of this. I, I want better sex. Like, a lot of grown women, you know, like I said, y'all throw shade to where I kind of catch that some of the shade be towards the sexual life that you have with your bae, with your boo. 
it's not up to par. Now, I seen a woman say last year that, you know, a woman who I follow that, yeah, you know, I, I don't care what kind of job a man got. I don't care if he does this. I don't care if he got this amount of money. I don't care how he treat me. You know, if he come quick, uh-uh, it's not going to work out. So I'm going to play a quick video. Now, in this video, it's shorter. It's maybe about a minute and a half, two minutes. And he dives and he talks about some of the some of the causes of premature ejaculation because a lot of times women just see it as oh he come quick oh he he he, he a one minute man he a quick stroke no sometimes it may be other factors underlying factors to where maybe he had a bad game like let's bring up Kobe you know R.I.P. Kobe Bryant but you know sometimes Kobe go off there he score 40 45 points 360 oh let me do a windmill dunk bow you know he in his bag the next game he may go out he may have a bad game. He might score six points, shooting three for 20. You know, sometimes bad games happen in the midst of a great stretch. So you just might, like, you just might have come across that guy at a bad stretch. So I want to play you guys this quick video, and then we're going to talk about it. Because we know, we know y'all like to get nasty. On again, nasty. I think it's time we get nasty. I only want it if it's nasty. Let me pull this video up, man. Like I said, hold on. Like I said last time, I give credit when I see it. You know, I ain't the motherfuckers. I don't steal content. I don't take it and run with it. Now, this video is from Planned Parenthood. Now, some of you motherfuckers out there, y'all know exactly what Planned Parenthood is because some of you motherfuckers been there a couple times. Now, Matter of fact, I got, let's boo myself because I ain't trying to throw no shots because, you know, I understand that Planned Parenthood. Sometimes you got to go there. But let me leave it there before I shoot myself in the foot and I say something. Someone asked that. This video is entitled, How Do I Stop Ejaculating So Fast? Now, again, this is from Planned Parenthood official video. Let's dive into it, man. Sometimes when I have sex, I ejaculate too fast. How can I prevent this from happening again? Don't panic. Ejaculating when semen, a.k.a. cum, spurts out of your penis sooner than you like is really common, and it happens super often in younger people. Y'all heard that? It come out sooner than he like. So so look, don't act like he's just doing it on purpose. You know, sometimes he couldn't help it, baby. He couldn't help it. It's called early ejaculation or premature ejaculation, and it can be caused by lots of different things, like being really turned on or nervous. It can also come from depression or using alcohol and drugs. And to keep it real, sometimes it isn't caused by anything. It might just be the way your body works, especially during puberty when your hormones and body are changing. Plenty of young people grow out of it. So just because it's happening now doesn't mean it's going to happen forever. For now... Try talking to your partner openly and honestly about coming quickly. Is there something they can do to help slow things down? If your premature ejaculation... Let's pause it for a second. Now, at the point he just made about talking to your partner, you have to have a mature partner, someone who loves you, somebody who cares about you, someone who actually gives a damn. Because if someone is with you just for sex, the same thing for men. Now, sometimes you may get a woman... You know, somebody you really love who may not be as experienced as you want them to be. Now, 
you know, a man can leave and find a woman that's more experienced or a, a woman that, quote unquote, you know, gives head better or pleases them better. But when you love somebody, and this is the most important point to me, when someone treats you right to where you feel like, okay, this person is a once in a lifetime individual in regards to everything outside of sex, goals, ambition, personality, sense of humor. Like, I feel like all of those factors play a better part in a long lasting relationship as opposed to sex. Sex can be improved. You can't, you know, improve somebody's character, their sense of humor, their goals, their ambition. Now, sometimes you can, but as adults in their 30s, sometimes people are stuck in their ways to where now we, we all have seen it where like somebody is so stuck in their ways to where no matter what you do, they're not going to change. Ladies, some of y'all can attest to this. And again, I'm not taking shots, but I've seen women who try to change Every single man they with, yo, I'm dating a guy, he on the streets. I'm trying to let him know it's a better life than... Fuck him. If a man is grown and he is older, like, leave him. Like, don't be 30, 35 years old trying to show a man that there's a better path than the street. You're not his mama. Let his mama do that. That's not your job. Let that boy mama do that. You go, you move on because there's another guy out there for you who has himself together to where you don't got to play fixer-upper. Bitch, this ain't HGTV. You ain't fixing the house, bitch. Let him go, and you move on. You find the man that that already got his shit together. Now, he don't got to be together 100%, but he got to come with something to the table. That's all I'm saying, but let's dive back in. That's all I'm saying. Do not walk yourself into a ditch trying to fix a nigga that don't give a fuck about you their pleasure, ask if there's anything else you can do to help them enjoy sex. You might find that it doesn't even bother them. It's also helpful to really get to know your body. Start to pay attention to sensations you feel during sex and masturbation. If you feel yourself getting close to ejaculating during sex, try to pause for a little bit and then pick things back up again when you feel ready. And guess what? And ladies, when he paused, like... Make sure you pause. So if you on top and you riding, you doing this, you doing that, and he about to come and he say, oh, stop, stop, stop. Like, stop. Don't go crazy. And then when he nut quick, you want to get mad at him. Oh, why you didn't hold it? Bitch, you should have stopped doing what you were doing. You knew you shaking and gyrating, so stop. When he say, right, pause for a second. Like, pause. Don't keep twerking your ass and shit. And then when he nut, you want to get mad because he fucked up your birthday gift, bitch. Uh-uh. Condoms not only protect you from sexually transmitted infections, but they can also help delay ejaculation. Some condoms have a special lube inside that makes your penis less sensitive for a little while to help you last longer. Have more questions? Ask our sex ed chatbot, Rue. Let's shout it out, man. Again, that video was from Planned Parenthood Directly, where they were giving tips to men on how to... Not, Pregnancy is whoa, a pretty whoa, amazing on how to not on how to not ejaculate quickly. This video popped up entitled How Do You Get Pregnant? Well, I'm guessing that this video is aimed for kids because if you grown and you don't know how to get pregnant, bitch, don't even get pregnant. But like I said, after last week, man, I wanted to come on and have a fun episode, an episode where I can come on here and talk about real topics, real things, because 
Like I haven't been in the best mood. You guys who heard last week's episode, you know that. To where like sometimes sudden death, it plays a part in, you know, just your overall spirit dropping or I don't want to say deteriorating, but it can play a part, especially when deaths come suddenly. So I wanted to come on here and have a, you know, episode where, you know, I answered a, you know, a nice little voicemail, like get dive into some sex topics and just things in general to where I could kind of be in a better, because like I've been in a way better mood since last week, man. You know, like once the funeral happens and you can kind of put into perspective how things are and kind of come to grips with things. It makes things so much easier. But again, you guys can follow me on IG at Lunchroom Chatter Pod. You guys can hit my cash app at dollar sign NYC Story 718. You guys can repost, reshare the episodes for free. You guys want to send a voicemail. You guys want to sign up to become a monthly supporter. I know if you click the link in the description of this episode there's a link down there where you can sign up to become a monthly supporter for as low as 99 cents like i said i do this thing independently by myself and i'm happy that it's growing and growing you guys are tuned in you guys are sharing the videos you guys are open to engaging in great dialogue now next week i'll have a guest on you know because I kind of wanted to, to do th- do some things solo these past couple episodes, you know, dive back into my roots. But next week, I'll have a guest. We're going to dive into some real topics. Now, some topics may be touchy. Some topics may be sensitive. But I believe that you have to have real, honest discussion so you can grow as a person. Because you are never too old to grow and to become a better person than you are now. So thank you guys for tuning in. This your man, John A. Schultz, LCP, Lunchroom Chatter Podcast. Y'all stay safe. And remember, if your man ain't the sexiest, it's because I am. (laughs) Woo!